Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get candid. Hi, and welcome to Women CEO and Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Jones, and I'm joined by my co-host, Neil Haley. Today's guest is Terry Toomey. She's the founder and executive director at The Industry Hub, a nonprofit focused on helping develop incubators to increase job opportunities and help stay a local tax base. And she's also the founder of Entrepreneurs on the Move, a nationwide initiative that focuses on representing the needs of small businesses and entrepreneurs. Terry is a serial entrepreneur with a focus on helping small businesses grow and succeed. Throughout her career, she has worked at several companies in marketing, PR, and management roles. She is a change agent and looks for innovative and creative opportunities to create an environment to help others reach beyond set boundaries, always thinking outside the box. Welcome to the show, Terry. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you for having me. I look forward to the interview. This is great. I'm so excited to have you here. So tell me a little bit about the Industry Hub and how you kind of what what in your life led you to um, to to, you know, be the founder of the Industry Hub. Well, I founded the Industry Hub in 2016 during the uh, the the election cycle, because what I saw happening was that whole swaths of the country were being left out of the discussion. And so I, I, I wanted to find a way that we don't leave anybody out, that we include everybody. And that means rural America, um, small cities, um, you know, any way to be inclusive and get the skills in their hands that they need to be successful. And so um, tell us a little bit about the services that the Industry Hub provides. Well, um, right now I um, manage an incubator called Grow DeSoto Marketplace. It's in uh, DeSoto, Texas. We have about 40 small businesses in there. I mentor them. Um, I also provide education for them. And, um, and what we do in the, uh, during their, um, their time in the incubator they um, have they have the opportunity to attend training classes. So, uh, and I also sit down one on one with them and go through all of their, um, you know, their licensing. You know, how are they structured? What's their business plan look like? Review their financials. Do whatever we can to um, push them forward to success. And so my idea is always, if I can get to their uh, problem areas early, then we can at least give them the education they need to correct that problem. The hard part with mentoring is that I don't ever wanna come to somebody that I have the solution for everything because they're small business owners, they need to solve their own problems. What I try and do is bring them resources and Um, ask them those critical questions that they should be asking themselves. So, you know, one of the things that I look at is, you know, so what's your customer saying about your business? And 
when I know that they're doing something wrong or something that I know is not going to help them be successful, I keep asking that same question until I get them to begin searching within themselves. Why is she asking me that question? Because if I ask you, so what's your customer say, you know, about your service? And the more they hedge, the more they don't answer my question, the more I know I need to keep pushing on that point. Because if they're not paying attention to what their customers' needs are, they're not going to be in business very long. And so that's why, you know, I try to, to, rather than a heavy-handed approach, I try to do more the iterative approach of asking questions and getting them to um, synthesize the information that they have at their hands. And hopefully that will help them be more comfortable with me so they can come and sit down with me and have those hard discussions. And, you know, especially in small business, it's there's so little money in small businesses that every every cent has to count. And so getting them to understand to you, you don't have one hundred thousand dollars to go out and buy a marketing campaign. What can you do and how do we help you get there? And then the other thing that I do is I mobilize resources for them. So I'm connected all over the state, all over the nation, uh, in all kinds of databases, um, government agencies. So when a new program comes out that impacts small businesses, I'm on that first tier of people that gets contacted. And then I will review what's in that resource and see if it's appropriate for my folks. And then I will blast it out to them. And if they need, mentoring on how to do things, then I'm there for to help them. A classic example though was during COVID. During COVID, we had, you know, overnight businesses across the country shut down. Well, I knew right then that SBA was going to do something. I didn't know what they were going to do, but I immediately sent out a blast to all of my companies that I was working with and said, get your financials in order. If, you, if you're not updated, do it now. I don't know what programs are coming, but I know they're coming. So get ready. So the companies that paid attention to that, the day that they opened the SBA program, I had people ready to funnel their information into the system that same day. And the people who didn't pay attention, you know, they, they kind of came running to me and say, oh, help me, help me. I, I don't, my financials aren't in order. It's, it's like, what is it you want me to do now? I, I'm not going to do your financials for you. You've got to do the homework. And so I had to send them back. They had to get out their shoe boxes with all their receipts and build their, build their database by the time they did that, the money was gone. So we had the, I, and, I, and I kept saying to them, don't stop, finish that work, get ready, because there probably will be a second round, and there was. So that's the way I work with my clients is, you know, I try and see into the future and to what they're going to need and then try and get them ready for it so they're not surprised. 
Um, I'm glad Lisa you brought that up about change of the pandemic, because I was going to ask you about that. It's a huge impact. And, yep. and your services were probably very, very critical and, and needed, as you as you said. How do you think the, the mindset of a of, of an entrepreneur has changed since then? Has it changed significantly? What, what are some of the things that they'd have to do differently to be an entrepreneur? Well, I actually, I think it's opened a lot of doors for people because corporate America changed. Entrepreneurship didn't change. Corporate America changed. Corporate America decided, hey, I don't have to go to work. I don't have to be in the office. I can work from home. Oh, and by the way, while I'm home, I'm happier. I'm, you know, I'm more time with my family. Hey, maybe I want to start my own business. So that's where you've seen the, you know, the, the great uh, resignations. Because people just, they said, you know what? I, I work from any place. I don't, I don't need to be in the office. I don't need to, you know, do that public transit every day. And so it didn't change entrepreneurs. It changed the work environment completely. And so, uh, which made my kinds of services all the more important because getting people to that point where they're set up correctly and they, they understand how to set up their books and they understand what kind of marketing they need to be doing. Um, and so it's that kind of, um, again, it's an iterative process, but they have somebody that they trust to go to and say, how do I do this? How do I do that? And I think that's so needed in our society right now, people you can trust. I run oh, across- Absolutely, absolutely. I run across There's... businesses every day that their total um, focus is to take advantage of a small business. Drives me crazy. <laughs> so being an entrepreneur, you have to be a, a student, you have to have great ideas, you have to be very driven. Um, what is it that that drives you to be an entrepreneur and to help others? Where does that come well, from? Well, I, I really think that, um, you know, as I was growing up, I didn't I didn't have any exposure to any of this. And until I got out in the business world, I started my career as a nurse. And then the politics inside the hospital just was, I just couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. And plus I was getting paid next to nothing. So I thought, well, I've got to go back to college. I've got to get a degree. And so I went back and I got an undergraduate degree in management. And as I was taking different courses, marketing and I just clicked. I mean, it was a natural for me. It was easy. Um, and I'm very creative. And so I got my, um, my bachelor's degree in management. And then I went right immediately, because I was 42 at the time, I went right immediately and got my MBA. And um, I focused on um, innovation and marketing. And what I did, I'm a graduate of Syracuse University, and while I was in my program, they would call, the university would um, get requests from companies to have students come and work on the company's behalf. And so I was one of those students that was selected to work with a train, uh, um, um, crane and hoist company. Now, what do I know about crane and hoist? Absolutely <laughs> right. nothing. Absolutely nothing. But I know, how, I know marketing. <laughs> 
I know how to do research. And so as I'm doing my research, you know, one day I'm walking through the field between the administrative office and the um, and one of their uh, storage facilities. And I'm looking around and then I'd go, I went back and I'm looking through their financials and I saw in their financials that they were, had like $11 million in inventory on the books. And I went to the financial officer who I was working for and I said, would you check that number? Because I was just in the storage facility and I guarantee you there's no $11 million in that, in that building. And he went back in and they found out that the company had not adjusted their inventory books ever. Oh my goodness. So the, <laughs> Never? the company was ever. So the company was hugely overvalued. And but that came from just a student. I mean, how come nobody in the company ever picked that up? But that's the kind of thing that I'm good at is spotting things that can change and should change, and then and then helping the the, the folks that need to massage that information. To, to direct it in a positive way. And so you have to be not confrontational because confrontation I think doesn't really solve anything, just makes people mad. But if you can focus the energy that gets you the solution that you're looking for, I mean, they wanted to, a new management system. Well, hello, you need, you need to get better financial people in your organization. And so I think that was uh, that was just one of the things that I was involved in. Also, I like to do a lot of brainstorming. And I always tell companies that I work with, the company, the business that you start in is not the business you're going to end up being in. Because I, love, <laughs> I started with a very different direction when I started my business. And, and here yeah. it is, you know, four, almost four years later. And it's gone. I never in a million years would think I would do a <laughs> podcast and be coaching clients, right, on trauma, okay. <laughs> right, and and yeah. how to heal and all kinds of stuff. But you know, you're led in different directions. So yep. I think not having that attachment to to your to your direction and allowing that flexibility to change, yep. I think, is really important. Well, and part of being an entrepreneur is being able to respond to the market. The market's going to tell you what it wants. You're not going to tell the market what it wants. It's going to tell you. And if you're right. not willing to adjust to that, you're not going to be in business. I mean, that's just the bottom line. There's the market wants what it wants and it changes. It's fickle. So you've got to be uh, nimble. You've got to be ready to change direction and you've got to be open about it. And that's part of the entrepreneurial spirit is you know, being open to that change. The the other thing that I think the big mistake that a lot of entrepreneurs fall into is they try and do too many things at one time. So they want to start this business and they want to start a nonprofit and then they're interested in this. And, you know, so they got six projects going on and none of them goes anyplace. Pick one, focus on it. Right. If it fails, it fails, but give it, give it the chance. And if you put all your energy into it, you've got a better chance of making it successful. 
Yeah, it's it's almost like you have you have to create a business plan and say, I'm going to start with this. And then if I reach this goal, I could try this and then try this and then try this and kind of see the future, you know, and, and see maybe a spinoff here and there, but it, it, you can't do it all at once. And I, I was guilty of that in the beginning. I've had to cut back because I've had my hands in too many things uh, <laughs> going forward. So what advice would you give to the, to anyone who's listening, who may be, you know, on the entrepreneur path or trying to, you know, starting their own business or may, maybe wanting to be a leader in somebody else's business, uh, a small organization, what advice yeah. would you give them? Well, I think you, you really need to find out what, what makes you happy. Where in your soul, um, what's going to nurture you? Because the healthier you are, the healthier your relationships are. And so find those areas that, that you can really latch on to and, um, and that every day you get up, you want to do that. You don't get up and say, oh, I've got to go into work today. No, that's not the life you want to live. You want to live this life of joy and this life of energy. And going in and doing something every day that you love doing, you know, that's what the, that's called fun. That's not called work. Right, that's golden. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a great great feeling and uh, and it's possible. It's absolutely possible. I never thought that was possible for me, um, and it is. And and it's possible for anyone. So stay focused. You got this. Uh, you can make it happen. So thank you, Terry. It's been great having you on the show. Where can people find you? Okay. Um, well, the um, website for the Industry Hub is um, theindustryhub.org. And the, um, the incubator that I'm managing is called growdesoto.org. So those are two websites and you can reach me through either one of those. Terrific. And we'll have the links in the bio. Thank you again for being on the show. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, The Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.